0: Hey guys, if you like listening to us, um, you can follow us on Twitter or email us. Follow us on Twitter at writer, W-R-T-R, bagel, B-A-G-E-L, basket, B-S-K-T, on Twitter, or email us, writersbagelbasket, at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you want to do. Submit fan art. Submit a logo. Do anything, because we want to hear from you. And if you have show suggestions, email them. Hey, Dwight, where are you going? California.
1: Dwight, get back here. California.
0: Ah, crap. We have to watch The Wizard, don't we?
1: California. California.
0: bitch it's in the
1: uh, b- <laughs> hey, Sky, how you doing
0: <sighs> we watched the wizard so it's in the basket the writer's bagel basket california basket
2: Because if you were gonna be some lame suburban dad why couldn't you have been that for me correction homer you're the second that's right mr. peabody quiet you pizza pizza
0: Ever
2: banged an entire bachelorette party, baby? It was time now. It was was all the time I needed.
0: Welcome to Rider's Bagel Basket. I'm Scott Curlin. And I'm Dwight Stearns. So, what we decided to do for the month of February is uh, Nostalgic
1: Crushes. It's a theme with, like, Valentine's Day and, and stuff like that.
0: Yes, so basically... These are things that we watched when we were kids, and they featured actresses who, you know, had a lasting impression on us. Yes, and I guess. Uh, <laughs>
1: unfortunately, we will not be doing any any Ninja Turtles because uh, we already did that last week um, or month. I don't know; it was two two ago. Because that would have been my first crush. Would have been April O'Neil.
0: What did the
1: movie April O'Neil?
0: Or... No, the cartoon. Okay, the cartoon. I had a crush on not. Not the first April uh, O'Neil.
1: There was a different one in the second, yeah,
0: too. Not Judith Hogg, our Hulk. uh Hoagie. We, we called her Hoagie. <laughs> uh, but in Paige Turco. Uh, nice. So my, my first crush when I was four years old or five years old was Jenny Lewis because my sister always watched True Beverly Hills and I always watched The Wizard. And when I had a crush on... Someone, I always asked my parents if they could be my babysitter because I always had a crush on my babysitter.
1: No, that makes sense. I, I remember having a crush on one or two babysitters that would show up. And I think it was just like one of those innocent type of things where you're just like, oh, this is someone older in a uh, position of authority type of deal. And they weren't your... You didn't usually see them. So it was like,
0: ooh. Yeah, but the weirdest part is uh, John Mulaney p- pointed this out like with his babysitters when when he found out that like the babysitter was only maybe 2 or 3 years older and i found that out like later in life i was like wait my babysitter was only like 14 when i was 10 she could like dial the phone a little better than me
1: i don't know if i had babysitters when i was 10 i think my parents were bad parents <laughs> they really weren't but like i remember cuz i had a younger sister and i i remember a couple of times being a little bit older and having like a babysitter, but once I got to around double digits, I, I we would they would leave. They never really went out very much. We were never really left alone, or if we would go over to friends' houses and stuff like that. That was kind of our makeshift babysitter yeah. at that point.
0: It was it was from when I was like maybe four until well, I probably had a babysitter way before then. Oh yeah, that I can remember. It mm-hmm. was four till ten when I
1: reached fifth grade my parents are like you're in middle school now you can watch yourself that exactly sounds 100 percent what happened with me and for me it was um i had a friend and he had a younger sister who was the same age as my younger sister so we would just both go over there which is basically like free babysitting for the evening for my parents right. so but anyways yes so how is your crush jenny lewis
0: doing scott jenny lewis is she's still my my one of my hollywood crushes she's just a singer yeah um, she's
1: also an actress, Scott. She was starred in The Wizard. She's
0: a child actress. She stopped acting. I think her last movie was Pleasantville. There's she, no way she was a child at that point, though. She was probably a teenager. Yeah, that's no longer a child actress, it, it, though. Well, she was in it that's because she was, dating, she was dating Tobey Maguire. Like you do. It was weird because she dated Tobey Maguire and then... Or, yeah, she dated
1: Toby Maguire and then she dated Jake Gyllenhaal. What I think is weird is that Tobey Maguire... Sorry to go off on a tangent on this one, apparently. But, like... He was a Hollywood, like, quote-unquote, bad boy, but he, he does not look like it or... He looks like your paper like boy. It. Yeah, exactly. He's, but apparently he was, like, a total jerk. Oh, yeah. From what I can remember and understand, which yeah. is weird, because he then became Spider-Man. And what has he done since Spider-Man? He was in Boss Baby. <laughs> I haven't seen Boss he Baby. He played Bobby Fischer in that movie. And he also played a horse.
0: The guy who wrote the horse. Yeah, there you go, a horse. <laughs> what if there's like some weird British cartoon that he did where he did play a horse and we like look like idiots? That's
1: very <laughs> possible. I don't know if he was on BoJack. It would have been really meta to have him play Seabiscuit on BoJack. They
0: need to do that.
1: Yeah, that just makes sense. They had it? John Krasinski as secretariat. Did they really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: So the wizard is basically... The way I would explain it is it's like Rain Man if it was sponsored by Nintendo and hyped by Universal.
1: Yeah, I would describe it as a 100-minute um, Nintendo commercial, uh, more or less. Because when they're not highlighting these games, they are highlighting Universal. And when they're not doing either of those, it's the most slow, boring, and like pedantic movie in the world. And- it's... It's I, so weird. I just want to say that you got the time
0: right on the head, because it's an hour and 40 minutes. That's <laughs> it, why I said 100 minutes. Oh, I, I know.
1: I looked at the box.
0: Oh, I, I thought I thought you were just guessing. No, nope, I am a big. I, I did I, my research, Scott. I, I was impressed. Yeah. So, the movie, it stars Fred
1: Savage. Was this before
0: Wonder Years? Uh, it, n-
1: no, th- I think he was in the middle of Wonder Years okay. when he did this, because this was 89, and this, Wonder Years was from, like, 88, wasn't it? Or am I making that up? I did my research for this. I guess. Um, Yeah. I'll tell you in like 45 seconds. That's fine.
0: He was fresh off of Princess Bride. 88 to
1: 93. Boom. Researched. Continue. (laughs) So
0: he's at the height of his savageness. Mm -hmm. I think he hosted SNL because of this. Really? Yeah. He hosted SNL because Neil... Neil Patrick Harris went on a tangent when he hosted that he was asked, but they could get Fred Savage because he was promoting The Wizard, mm-hmm. and he was on hiatus from Wonder Years, and his whole monologue was critiquing when Fred Savage hosted. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he was ripping on Fred? Yeah. That's funny.
0: Um, So Fred Savage is the star of this movie, which... I I use star in the loosest terms possible. Yeah.
1: It was um it's I don't the know. weirdest cast. It really is. I mean, so it's got you got Fred Savage, his older brother is played by Christian Slater, who is fresh off of is pump pump up the volume was that 88 or was that 90? I don't know. I think Heathers was 87. So yeah, this so, is definitely right after that. Yeah.
0: This was after Heathers and Gleaming the Cube. Oh, okay. Yeah, cuz he clearly got cast in this. They probably had no idea about Heather's, but he definitely got cast in this because of Gleaming the Cube because if you look at
1: Fred Savage's skateboard, it mm-hmm.
0: looks exactly like his skateboard in Gleaming the Cube. Well,
1: ooh, I don't know. Wizard, Heather's, and Gleaming the Cube all came out in 89 along with Beyond the Stars. Whatever that is. That's weird. So he had art he had done Tucker, The Name of the Rose, Twisted, and The Legend of Billy Jean before oh, this.
0: okay, so... Well, ben, then... Go. Tucker starred Jeff Bridges, so Jeff Bridges probably got him the wizard because... Because his brother is... Bo Bridges is, plays his...
1: Plays the dad. That's
0: weird. His dad was played both by Jeff Bridges and Bo Bridges in two
1: different movies? I'm assuming it's some sort of parallel dimension, alternate universe type of deal. What What is really weird to me is Bo Bridges looks super... So That was longer than my, uh, at the beginning of this movie, Um, is he looks so much like John Ritter in this movie. That's all I could think of when I was watching it was, that should be John Ritter. Well, it's weird that you mentioned that because I thought that about Boat Bridges, not in this,
0: but in Sidekicks. Okay. With, With Jonathan Brandis. I always got those two mixed up.
1: Is it like a soccer movie? I've heard of it. No,
0: Sidekicks was the Chuck Norris one with Jonathan Brandis. Oh okay. The, it sounds with, with Mako, it was the the knockoff karate kid movie. Oh, Mako. Mako played the Mr. Miyagi. Well, obviously. But he but he owned a, a Chinese food restaurant.
1: It's racist. But it was
0: it was supposed to be karate. So it was like a Chinese food dojo? But the weird thing is karate is Japanese and Chinese is kung fu. Okay. I'm, it's It was very weird. It all made, right. it made, it made I, no I, sense. I am not
1: a uh, martial arts expert. I do not know this.
0: So, Bo Bridges was in that bad teen preteen <laughs> movie, and
1: he was also in this bad preteen movie. You can't all be Jeff Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should have watched True Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, no, but the, the, the reason that I, I'm happy we watched this is, I know I've talked about it on here before, but oh, man. Video games. You like video games? Just a smidge. Just to a smattering. To, to the point where, when I'm wa- when I was watching this movie, and this movie did some things really, really well with the video games, and other things terribly. They did a really good job of like actually using the same, like the right music and the right um, like sound effects and cues when they were playing the games off screen. Like that was the Double Dragon music. That was the Ninja Turtles music. Um, that was the Super Mario Brothers Three music. And it was just, that part was really, really fun because when I was younger, I only, I caught this movie on TV a couple of times. I never like actually sat down and watched the whole thing, probably. Yep. I never sat down and watched like the whole thing. But when you're young and video games weren't that mainstream of a thing, or at least it didn't feel like it, you didn't see them actively represented in other mediums. Except at Pizza Hut. Exactly. Pizza Hut or like um, on... uh, Wild and Crazy Kids, I think it's called, or um, oh, uh, Video Arcade. Oh, Nick Arcade was amazing, Nick Arcade. But there was also one called Wild and Crazy Kids, and there was an episode where they did the track and field game on the mat. Oh, so like seeing things like that was always like, oh my god, they're playing a video game. What are they playing? I want to see. I want to see. I want to see what they're doing. So this movie was just like cocaine for me for that because it was so cool seeing video games on TV and being like, I want to be playing them right now. And Scott, can we go play video games? I'll watch you play, but I'm terrible at video games. That's okay. Also, Lucas, we'll get to Lucas. He says he has 97 Nintendo games. I got more than that. (laughs) Come at me, bro.
0: Okay, before we really jump into it, I say as we're 13 minutes into this. Yes. I unabashedly hate Lucas. I think he's one of the worst villains because he's Mm -hmm. not a villain, He's just a tattletale. He's a little pussy.
1: He really is. He doesn't have like an arc outside of like, I want to win. And he, in most movies like this, you would see the villain get some sort of redemption at the end or that moment where like, I mean, even yeah, Johnny I mean, Lawrence I and mean,
0: like, karate kid, like
1: I, I, the exactly you're okay kid. Or whatever he says, I forget what he says on like that, but yeah, he, he earns the respect of the or Daniel earns the respect of the bullies in that. And this one, Lucas is just in three scenes and then he leaves. And he tattles on him and leaves.
0: Yeah. Also, that hair. <sighs> that oh. is some feathery hair. That's farah hair. That
1: was uh, end of the 80s going out swinging hair. <laughs> yeah.
0: my, my dad's Lee Majors and my mom is Farrah Fawcett. And I wear the power glove. Yeah, I, so looked, I looked up, th- this was that kid's only movie, and he was an okay actor. It wasn't I'm, terrible, I'm shocked
1: no. he didn't like really do anything else. He was in The Wizard, what do you expect? Everyone else who probably went on to do stuff already had done things, yep. and this is just a cash, like, this was a contract movie for most of them, I guarantee you. So, as we said before, this movie is Rain Man. Oh, yeah. I mean, it opens up with, I haven't seen Rain Man in forever. Is the opening shot similar at all? It's just like this. No, the opening shot is what's his
0: name? Tom Cruise on the phone trying to like junk and sell parts to cars and like sell a
1: Ferrari to a rich guy. Which happens in this movie, kind of. Kind of. Um, Not really. Things get get junked. Um, But it it opens up with just this kid walking down the highway and like you can clearly tell something's off with him. Yeah, the sad, incredible Hulk music
0: should have been playing. (laughs) As opposed to just
1: cheesy 80s music. But so. Uh, the I don't even know he's like our uh, what's it called when there's dual antagonists like it's like a dude du du or something like that, that, that antagonist or it.
0: protagonist
1: protagonist protagonist yeah yeah sorry protagonists. Um whatever so this kid is basically our secondary protagonist and he he's our MacGuffin California's our MacGuffin. <laughs> He um, definitely has some sort of like Asperger's or autism, or at least a major trauma had happened to him. He's in the on past. the spectrum, like like it's a unicycle. <laughs> True. So like he's in not an institution yet, but he is. He's been like running away from his family or yeah, something. I couldn't tell. Is
0: it a group home? or was it like an institution or was it a school cuz they they said all three of those things
1: yeah it almost seemed like like a halfway home type of deal where like it was it was a house where like children were not sequestered but they were they had their own individual rooms and they were clearly were receiving some sort of like individual care there was like a live in nurse at least i assume for their own protection she was Didn't the work. worst nurse yeah. ever she
0: led Fred Savage, Fred Savage just walks right in. Yeah, and like, like no one's like, "Hey, you need to sign this," or "Visiting hours aren't happening right now." They're just like, "Oh, hey, Corey," which his name is Corey, Fred Savage, and Ben Savage. I was have, gonna say Ben Savage uh, called and wants his uh, his name back. Corey Matthews and Corey, what, what was their name? Woods.
1: I think it's Corey, Matthews.
0: It was Corey Woods. Yeah, which yeah, um. That's
1: weird, right? It is weird. It's I mean, there's only so many names in the world, but it is it is like really? You couldn't have Really? <laughs> okay.
0: And that entire scene, so the movie when it opens with him walking down the 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 side of the road. What's his name? Joey? Jimmy. Jimmy. So close. This low the the low airplane like that just Flies over that—that
1: that could have killed him. Yeah, that like... super scared me. Cause like there, so this kid's run away, and so they've got the police out looking for him, and they had, I assume, hired an airplane person or someone who who owns a private uh, plane, yeah, to fly up and down the highway looking for this kid, and he came in low, like lower than crop dusters low, yeah, and it looked like there was a couple shots where it was flying in the background, and it looked like it was just gonna like, oh no, it's nose gonna be a Vic Morrow. <laughs> dark and a good callback thank you it was a helicopter that, that but was
0: episode 21 twilight zone the movie guys wow
1: 21 yeah anyways
0: we're we're already on like 30 i think this is gonna be 31 or 32
1: that's crazy yeah but anyways <laughs> um uh what were we talking about uh, so Those then, the are, the the sheriff. Yeah, the sheriff like takes the kid back, and then they go to like the a psychiatrist who is more or less like gives us the rundown of like something's wrong with this kid. We're gonna put him in a home, because all right, there's a family dynamic here, and it's weird, and we really should explain it before we go any further because it'll help everything make sense. So you've got Ben Savage, Fred uh, Savage. What? Fred, Fred Savage. Savage. I'm gonna call him Ben. You Fred, Fred Savage. Savage, Christian Slater, and um. Jeff oh, Bridges. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. If you're going to say Ben Savage, you have to say Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Bridges. And Jeff Bridges. And does Christian Slater have a brother or sister? I don't know. Um, so the three of them are living alone. Uh, the father's ex-wife. Second ex-wife. Second ex-wife. Because his, his first, first wife died. died. <laughs> so so. Uh, oh, so Fred, damn confusing. Fred and Christian's mother is dead. The father remarried, had two more kids with this new woman um we'll get to the sister later later um and jimmy is one of them so jimmy is fred and christian's half brother and they have an ex stepmom right yeah okay and, she, and marries- she she has a new husband who or is- boyfriend uh He says he's the guardian of Jimmy several times. So so,
0: it has to be husband.
1: Yeah. I thought he was like a lawyer at first. They did not make it clear that he was married to her, at least in the way that he was like treating the kid.
0: I thought he was like the social worker. Yeah. But his character's name, you never learn his first name. It's just Bateman. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mr. So, Bateman. That's what he's credited as, I think, is Mr. Bateman.
0: It just says Bateman. Oh, okay. So I I like to believe that he's Jason and Justine Bateman's dad.
1: Oh. Who
0: remarried. Okay. There we go. Or he could be um, American
1: Psycho. Oh, Bateman. Patrick Bateman. There you go.
0: Yep. Wouldn't make sense with that, you know, three-piece suit and mm-hmm. the shoulder pads. Yeah, he was
1: creepy. Yeah. So those two characters, the mom and Bateman... Are so underdeveloped and they're in like four scenes. Yeah. So they're pointless.
0: She's like a puppet and he's like the puppet master Mm -hmm. because
1: she goes to speaking. He's like, shut up. Which is amazing because I don't have kids. But if I was in a situation where somebody was like treating my child like a piece of human garbage, I think I would not want to be with that person anymore.
0: Yeah. Especially if. That guy hires a bounty hunter for a child who is like the creepiest creep who ever creeped in the whole creeping, creeping world.
1: Exactly. So so they put Jimmy in a home. Fred Savage says, nuh and he goes and busts Jimmy out because he wants to fulfill Jimmy's dream of getting to California. And how does he do that? How does he realize that? He uh, has- oh, because that's a- so he's in his bedroom, and he's just – this is the stupidest movie. And he's throwing darts at a map on the wall. And he's like, Pff, Nebraska, Pff, Utah, Pff, Nevada. Nevada, California. Because it hits
0: all the places they end up going. Because and... they start in Utah. Yep. And then they go to Nebraska. That's mm-hmm. where they meet Jenny Lewis. And then they go to Nevada.
1: And that's where they meet Reno.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And then they end up in California, yep. where, in actuality, so all they had to do is go diagonally, and they
1: would have got there sooner. Yeah. I don't know why this straight lines. Closest, uh, quickest um, way between two points is a straight line. And no, they should have traveled by map. I agree. Yeah. This movie could have been 15 minutes long if they had just Indiana jones did. it. <laughs> oh, I was thinking Muppets. <laughs> oh, that worked, too. Yeah. Let's any Anywhere at, at Hollywood Studios. Yes.
0: A- any attraction there. <laughs>
1: Oh, but um Indiana Jones is Disney. It's an MGM.
0: That's Hollywood Studios now.
1: Yeah, you're right. But oh sorry, the Muppets is a Hollywood Studios. Yep. Duh. I was thinking Universal Hollywood. Oh okay. Moving on. <laughs> we'll Duh, get dup, to dup, them dup, later dup, in this. this. Moving right along. Um so he busts so Fred Savage busts Jimmy out. I'm sorry I'm only using the character's name. I don't know the name of the actor. Busts Jimmy out that in would be the back Luke of... Edwards of Little Big League fame. Oh, obviously. He he breaks him out of the group home by just walking in, take grabbing his hand, and walking out, and then they escape in the back of a hostess truck.
0: Yeah, he has two lines that I love. He's like, you want to get out of here? And, Jimmy, this is when we started... We, we could have made a drinking game out of this. Oh, you would have been blasted. I don't drink, so I would have been very hydrated because I drink water. <laughs> so I would have been very hydrated by the end of this movie. Because every time they say California, in the first 20 minutes, they say California seven times. Yeah, it's, come on, guys.
1: We get it. And there's your plot point. There's your MacGuffin. We so got to get to California for some reason.
0: So he says California, and then he says, you like chocolate? And then there's a hostess cupcakes.
1: Because, like, the hostess apparently, the hostess man delivers door to door.
0: The product placement in this movie, I was keeping track of it. Mm hmm. With um, Monster Squad, we had McDonald's. Yep. I'm uh, not McDonald's, uh, Burger, Burger King. King yeah, Burger King was everywhere. Yeah, Burger King and Pepsi. This was Pepsi, mm-hmm. Slice, uh, yep. Hostess, Wonder Bread, Nintendo Big Time, yep. Nintendo Magazine. Yep. The Nintendo Hotline. <laughs> Harris Hotel, because they flashed the Harris Hotel. Oh, yep. Um, Where Glenn Campbell was playing. Like you do. So, yeah, the product placement in this is amazing, but it also pissed me off in the scene because they go into the hostess truck. The guy had to know – the hostess cupcakes driver mm-hmm. had to know they were in there because each scene op- starts with him pulling something out the back.
1: Exactly. He's clearly, like, making deliveries. And how do you not see the two kids – because the very la- – or he gets to a point where he's, like, last delivery of the day, and he's delivering his last tray of hostess cakes or whatever – and then the, the the two kids climb out of the back, hostess frosting and chocolate all around their lips because they've been munching out on them. This guy's either terrible at his job or just like, hey, kids, what's up? And like, just didn't care.
0: You can eat all the stuff you want. Just don't tell them that I was touching everything without gloves.
1: Exactly. Oh, the 80s were a different time. <laughs> I put a bunch of razor blades in these loaves of bread. So, I don't know about you. When I was young... I thought about running away once or twice. I think every kid does. I specifically wanted to run to my grandparents' house. And when I did, I, I was like, okay, here's what I'm gonna do. And I, I drew a map because I know that we had driven to my grandparents' house a couple like many times, and they lived about two hours away. All I remembered was we went for a long time and then we took a left. And then we went for a long time and then we took a right. So I drew this like rudimentary like just line on a piece of paper. I didn't have a map or anything. These kids, they had a giant map, but they're how they just are walking. They, they were walking from Utah to California. <laughs> what the actual hell? Like, this makes no sense. They would have been they, in great shape. Um, uh, yeah, clearly. I also have another question. So, earlier they had hired planes to go get the kids. I guess they were in the back of a hostess truck. I was going to say, like, why didn't they just hire more planes and catch the kids, as opposed to hiring... Big... The more important question is, how did the parents
0: end up knowing that they were in the back of a hostess truck? Because they're like... Yeah, they knew immediately. Yeah. Uh do
1: <laughs> The script said so.
0: <laughs> do you think they put, like,
1: a tracker in, in Jimmy, <laughs> well, like those parents yeah. do now? Yeah. He needed one. Jeez. He just ran, ran away all the time. But... so. Well, yeah that's a i'm calling bs yeah so fred savage has escaped with his brother jimmy and it's up to the rest of the family to try and hunt him down instead of calling
0: him jimmy can we call him little big league (laughs) sure
1: lbl um so so little big is away with fred and the mom and good and uh bateman hire a Professional child tracker. His name was like Putman. Yes, Putman was the name of a character, so I'm gonna say yes. Um, and this man, they was excellent casting because they picked the creepiest looking like. It's like we dude. couldn't. We couldn't get jo- Joey Pants. We couldn't get jo- Joe Joe
0: leone Yeah, we couldn't so get John get, Waters. So <laughs> we're gonna get this <laughs> guy, and I think this is another guy who never really acted after this. Probably and, not. And. He, red flags, like, these people weren't anything but colorblind in finding their, because <laughs> all they saw were green
1: flags. <laughs> That's a nice way to put that.
0: Because this guy was like, he's, he says to Bo Bridges, Bo Bridges is like, well, yeah, you're going to find Jimmy, but what about my son? And he's like, you're not paying me to find your son, so he could be dead in a ditch for all I care.
1: Yeah, that was exactly... That this, was
0: so, like... This is a guy who's supposed to be taking care of children.
1: Well, they're clearly trying to make him bad, and they did a very good job of it, because he was just a creepo, and, like, it was... Black shirt, he, bolo tie. Yeah, and he's like, it's my job to find the kids. so if, uh, if you find them first, then I don't get paid, so... And it's like, dude, this is this kid's... This, is, uh, this guy's son who you're talking about. It is completely within his rights to want to go find both of his sons. Imagine if they just pulled Bo Bridges out
0: and like halfway through the movie replaced him with Liam Neeson. <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna do anything. I'm gonna find my sons. I, have I will very find a set of skills and, and it's like Super you.
1: Mario Brothers I can get the warp whistle on level one.
0: <laughs> so yeah, they the boys then after creepy McCreeperton Bounty Hunter, who once again red flags his car is even creepy it's a maroon uh lincoln town car with like bright reddish interior it's it looks like it came from hell yeah. with his clothes because his clothes are also really tight creepy dad jeans that are like blackish mm-hmm. and that well, he was wearing all black yeah he's a bad guy yeah but
1: black jeans it was the 80s, man. I gotta say, I did love the cowboy boots. I didn't see them. I'm sure he had them. He definitely would have gone he with the bolo tie.
0: Yeah. Which, like... Oh, that that was another thing I, I brought up to you. Bo Bridges had a southern accent, or Midwestern accent. Mm. Slater went in and out of a Midwestern accent. And, and then Fred...
1: Fred Savage was talking like this the whole movie, guys. guys. Fred Savage. Yeah. <laughs> Fred Savage got better at acting as he got older. No, but that's the thing he already was better
0: at acting cuz he was in The Princess Bride and he was he already won an Emmy or was nominated for an Emmy for the first season of like Wonder mm-hmm. Years. I feel like the director was like Todd Holland the director was like mm-hmm. everything you did on the Wonder Years, I don't want that good no, acting no. crap here. You-
1: Go the other way. <laughs> uh, well, the direction in this movie was so bland anyways. I don't even know if it's like fair to to knock it. Like I'm just thinking about like your your villain for the movie is is Mr. Bolotai. Um his introduction is he's just sitting in a room with the other main characters. Like if he is supposed to be your your big antagonist, why he, don't you give him a big villain entrance? Kick like, in the door. Exactly. Like, oh, when they're talking about oh, we we've we've already hired somebody to to come in and, and get our thing have him enter the scene and be intimidating and no he's just sitting there flatly and blandly and it's everything shot reverse shot yeah. nothing is creative in this movie like and don't hire a guy who looks like Rick
0: Moranis should be playing and you should have like a Clint Eastwood looking guy yeah yeah he looked like dark helmet like <laughs> <laughs> i can't breathe in this thing <laughs> <sighs> yeah and or another entrance is like you don't see him at first and he's in the corner like biting an apple and you just hear exactly like robert shaw and jaws i was
1: literally just gonna say yeah, that like man. when 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 quint is introduced it's like Eww. that's an introduction like oh man it's movie <laughs> it's got video games though yeah so first video game they encounter is double with... dragon oh yeah at the double bu- dragon at the
0: bus station and like Nowhere, Utah. Yeah. Because this
1: is... Well, I you said they met Jenny Lewis in, like, Nebraska. Oh, yeah. It's on the border. Yeah. They're on the border. But, um... So this is where they meet Jenny Lewis, but... Their, so this is where you get find the big, I guess, push of the movie. Because they enter the bus station and Fred Savage puts a quarter in a um, PlayChoice 10, which is an arcade machine, which is really kind of cool actually because it's just... Nintendo put these arcade cabinets out and it was they would take 10 Nintendo games and just stick them in an arcade machine. It was basically playing an NES with a joystick. Kind of neat. Um, so this is a PlayChoice 10 and they were playing Double Dragon. And apparently um, uh, Little Big League is like super good at double dragon and he gets 50,000 points in under like 45 seconds, which is stupid impressive because when they show him playing it later, he only has 30,000 points.
0: I wish that they cut to um his vision and it's just the matrix. You just see the code.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. That would have been super funny. Like, yeah, there was so many chances to like show him actually being good as opposed to just being like, Oh, he got 50,000.
0: So then um, Fred Savage goes up to the guy. I
1: couldn't tell if this was a bus station or a mechanic's place because there was both. And it was a gas station because um, a police officer pulls up to get gas later. Yeah. What is this place? I, I don't know. I, I'm i assuming it's a small town bus station. Yeah. Maybe like the bus is just contracted to go through there or whatever.
0: Because hm, I saw Forrest Gump and the bus station looks nothing like that. Um, Touche.
1: So... It's an inner city bus. That's not like a greyhound. <laughs> I know, I
0: know. So Jenny Lewis is eavesdropping on their conversation. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, it doesn't make
1: sense why she would just be listening. Well, oh, she was sitting there reading a the Cosmo and she was bored. <laughs> like, she seemed like the type of person who is very, I want to say observant. She. Uh, it's, it's established later on that she's friends with, like, a lot of, like, truckers, which seems like kind of like a seedy underbelly type of deal. So I think she's always kind of either looking for, like, marks or cons because she like immediately after hearing them talk about double dragon um she's like you can get fifty thousand and she tries to like hustle them and she we, fails
0: we should we should make it clear her knowing truckers is because her dad is a trucker or was a trucker
1: we never find out if her dad's dead or not she says her mom has died, and she talks about her father, but we n- we never see her, him, or she never talks to him. Yeah. Like, she never calls him or anything like yeah.
0: that. Yeah. Well, she says, when my dad gets back, but the way she was saying it, it sounded like he was dead, and it looked like that her house was abandoned for, like, the longest time.
1: Yeah, because it was a... It was just a trailer in the middle of nowhere when they get back to it in Reno.
0: Yeah, so you don't need to pay, like, an electric bill there.
1: I never fully understood this. She, why was she at that bus stop? Like, because she talks about going cross-country with her dad, but then he just sent her back alone? I
0: I think this is where I, I'm i sticking by my theory that her dad's dead.
1: Okay, but so then she just wanders the road by herself? I think that her dad died.
0: She's trying to get home.
1: Oh, while she was out? Yeah, Okay, Child Protective Services has nothing to say about this? What, did her dad just, like, have a heart well, attack? Well,
0: remember when the cop showed up, she also takes the uh, the magazine and happens. hides. So okay. I think that Child Protective Services is after her, too. Oh,
1: that's a that's a bold theory. But what does that have to do with Double Dragon? So then they
0: uh, hustle her. Yes.
1: Because she... apparently this kid's Rain Man with video games. Here We're getting back into the Rain Man thing. He's yeah. just, uh, Little Big League is just naturally talented. <laughs> with with Rainman, you wanted me to call him Little Big League that's what we're calling him. I'm
0: so happy that
1: you're calling him <laughs> little Big League. that's I, what...
0: I, um so yeah, little Big is looking at the screen and it seems like he only plays the video games when when he wants to, yeah, there are several times, and it feels like he he was doing this to also
1: impress Jenny Lewis. I don't think so. I think he was doing it to impress his brother. Oh, okay. Because there's a point later on oh, yeah. where Jenny Lewis is like, where he, he starts freaking out and not wanting to do things, and I think it's because Ben Savage, Fred Savage, was showing affection Bread to... Fred Savage. Fred Savage, was showing affection to Jenny Lewis, and so like that kind of shut him down. Yeah. Because it was right, yeah. at, it was right yep. when he was in there with mm-hmm. Lucas, and he was like, don't talk to her, Power Glove man. <laughs> yeah, you're right.
0: You're absolutely right. Nailed it. So, they end up forming a team with... with. I mean, we don't have to stay in chronological order. No, we, we don't. We can
1: jump around if you don't want to. We haven't. I'm fine with going this way. Because, like, they... By, by making her play Double Dragon, she misses her bus. Right. So, now, instead of, you know, waiting for the next one or explaining to somebody what happened, they hitchhike across the country. Cue wacky hijinks.
0: And it's not even across the country. They're going three states. Well,
1: it depends on what your definition of across the country no, is. No, no. Here in New England, that three states is like four New Englands.
0: No, I, I understand that. But but the way they act is like they're going, they're acting like they're like Lawrence of Arabia and they have to go through the desert. Yeah. Well, they do
1: go through Nevada. <laughs> yeah. But, but not on Campbell. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but that's a desert with, with like showgirls and like Glen Campbell. Can we talk about the creepiest thing that Jenny Lewis says? She's talking about her dead mother, and she's like, oh, she had amazing legs. And it's like, okay. Because she was a showgirl. She yeah, had I was waiting legs. for
0: Fred Savage to be like, what? <laughs> yeah, and you should have checked out
1: Mom's ass, too. It was yeah, exactly. Great too. Oh, what a rack on her. <laughs> uh, that's and, your mom you're talking about. But she goes, she had great legs. I got great legs, too. It's like,
0: pump the brakes. Okay, Jenny Lewis? Okay, so... I'm glad you mentioned that because the way Jenny Lewis and Fred Savage talk to each other, mm-hmm.
1: it's like they're 25 years old. It's yeah, like they're it like a married re- couple. Yeah, or it like, definitely... I mean, Fred Savage, when I think about him, I, he always seems like he's playing older than he actually is or looks. So it is a little bit surreal hearing like these kids talk like they're, oh, I got to go back to work on Monday type of deal. Like Yeah.
0: Well, the way they're talking is like, you haven't looked at me that way in forever, Corey. <laughs>
1: Let me touch something. Oh, wait. I was going with Boy Meets World, Corey.
0: Oh. <laughs> was that the one where, where uh, Topanga shows him his,
1: her butt in the elevator? Oh, maybe. I think it is. It, it's
0: during the college years. It's right before
1: they get married. And he's like, yep. complaining about not Cause, having cause sex. There's a,
0: there's a dinner party and they go into the elevator and she's like, "You want to see my butt?" And then, then he's like, "I'm in a good mood now." <laughs> <laughs> I re-
1: I knew exactly what you were talking about. We'll get back to Boy Meets World Soon. in a couple of weeks. But um, yeah. So they they continue going across country, and yeah. meanwhile, the father and Christian Slater are also following them, get, giving getting their own wacky hijinks by like crashing into and like assaulting the. Uh, the child. Well, he hunter he with assaults them first. Yeah, he he uh he, he like, pulls p- a knife. Yeah, he um he slashes their tires and then he threatens uh, Bow.
0: He's like, "I told you to stay out of my way," and Bo Bridges is like,
1: "I'm trying to find my <laughs> son." <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude, calm <laughs> down! Like, that would have been awesome if he was just like, "Okay, we need to pump the brakes here because." You do not have legal guardianship of this kid. To be fair, he doesn't either. I don't think because I think the mom
0: has custody. But he has legal guardianship of of Corey. Of yes,
1: of Corey. Gonna say Corey, because that's gonna like it's gonna be both Ben and Fred. Yeah. So no one's gonna know who I'm talking about. <laughs> he has
0: legal guardianship of Frory. Yes. Of Corey of Mr. Matthews. Mr. Matthews. He has legal guardianship of Corey. So by approximation
1: yeah he's trying to find one son which will lead him to the other by By proxy so
0: so he's traveling by proxy yes and what's his name creepy mccree putnam Yep. you know not only does he slash the tires which is a dick move
1: totally but But it's also got to be not a felony but some sort of crime misdemeanor because that's destruction of personal property it's not just destruction of
0: personal property but it's also halting a like parents investigation of trying to find his child Mm -hmm. he's causing a roadblock
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: so then uh what's his uh then uh jeff bridges Bo bridges Mm -hmm. the bridges family takes a shovel and destroys this guy's um headlights and and grill grill and driver's side mirror yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. i couldn't remember if it was driver that was my favorite like him going after the driver's side mirror just was really satisfying for some reason because he just like overhead smash whams it down that must have been fun for him to do I would imagine well
0: when he when when he shot putted the yeah the was... shovel
1: I thought it was going to go through like the w- rear windshield right yeah I was hoping for that
0: but what if it like got really dark and it went from being a PG movie to an R movie and he just took off the guy's head and the rest of the movie is him and the people in this town with <laughs> like trying to cover up a murder <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would be up for that. That would have been interesting. Nintendo <laughs> well, well would have, Christian uh,
0: Slater plays Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I, Nintendo didn't I didn't see anything. a of approval on that. Oh, I know who uh, we could call Christian Slater for his brother. What? Jack Nicholson. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Little Jack. So, let, let's just throw this out there. Christian Slater does not need to be in this movie. No. Like... It- or, or Bo Bridges. One of them doesn't need to be in the movie. If Bo Bridges' character was dead and Christian Slater had to take care of his brother... Cliche, but yeah, that would get the point across. Well, it I would admit. have been more cliche if it was a single father.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean... To be fair, what I didn't find cliche was the fact that, like, the father had remarried and that marriage had gone south. I'm gonna... Like, that's, that's a pretty fresh and original idea from what I can tell. I don't know how many... Movies where you have a second time, widowed, divorced husband. It
0: was probably because like, the the second wife was like, "I'm always gonna be in the shadow to these boys of their first mother." Like, well,
1: there's that, and there's also what happens with the other kid, which I think would soon, tear up any that, that would tear up any family. Um, Do you want to just say it? Yeah, sure. So, it it's around this time that it gets talked about yep. more or less. Um, so Little Big League's twin sister you Jenny. find out what Jenny Jenny Lewis No but <laughs> so Jimmy and Jenny Jenny Jimmy witnessed Jenny drowned in a river. And it's mediumly foreshadowed at the beginning because there's a point where, like, the police officer's like, oh, what if he goes down by the river? And the mother's no, like, he would never go by the Bateman river. Bateman said that. Bateman said that, yeah, yeah, He he said, right, He's yeah, like, yeah. he
0: probably went down by the river. And... He would never do that. So <laughs> Shut your mouth.
1: <laughs> so you find out that, like, that's what's really traumatized this kid. And I could 100% see that breaking up a family and scarring a twin. I mean, oh, crap, this is going to make me, I'm going to lose my nerd card. George Weasley was never the same again after Fred died. So, I understand how it goes. True. I hope that he's the one who died.
0: Fred died because okay. Fred rhymes with dead.
1: Oh, that's, obviously that's what J.K. Rowling was going for. My mistake. <laughs> but, so Christian Slater plays Super Mario Bros. 2. Now, here's the thing about Super Mario Bros. 2. Um, the Super Mario Bros. 2 that they're playing is the one that was released in America as Super Mario Brothers 2. However, in Japan, Super Mario Bros. 2 um, was more or less an updated version of Super Mario Brothers 1. The one that we got is actually a reskinned game of another Japanese game called Doki Doki Panic, because when Super Mario Brothers 2 Japan originally came over, Nintendo of America thought it was going to be too hard for us dumb Americans to know how to play, and they were right. That game is brutal. (laughs) It sucks. Doki Doki Panic Super Mario Brothers 2 is fun and lighthearted and has given us um, amazing Mario tropes such as um, Birdo, and the Baboms and other things.
0: And without the Baboms, we wouldn't have Scott Belzer.
1: Very true. Sex Babom. Yep. That would hurt.
0: <laughs> great band because it's just back. So, <laughs> back to another great singer, Jenny Lewis. Hey. So, this is where things get weird. She's in. They they just hustled a bunch
1: of men. Yeah, like businessmen. That was fascinating to me. So, like, they go into the next town. They go into this like seedy diner, and they hustle these two businessmen who are playing another play choice ten um, out of their money over an arcade game. It was really weird. And then they hitchhike
0: with truckers, which that wasn't like a trucker truck. Yeah, that was like a. It was a cattle truck. They, it was they a were cattle hauling tru- cows, right. So she's like, these are truckers, they're solid guys, and then she's counting $87 in -hmm. cash,
1: they see it, then they attack them. Yeah, and steal their money. And then they hustle more people. (laughs) It's so weird, like, this movie is like, there's pointless cycles like that, where they get money, or they hustle for money, the money gets stolen. They then hustle some other kids for money, those kids then steal their money back. Like, it's pointless loops that go nowhere,
0: so that leads us to lucas the biggest douche who ever douched in the whole douching world i hate this kid so much so they just hustled basically the dorks of hazard like these guys (laughs) are the biggest townies ever yep and um the creepy mom from donnie darko uh is the waitress who kicks them out? Yep. Remember in *Donnie Darko*, the, the woman who was obsessed with Patrick Swayze. Mm, okay. I'm afraid that you and your son are going to succumb to fear.
1: Oh, it's been forever since I've seen that movie, well, but I think I remember. It's that.
0: that woman, and she's like, "You kids, get out of here! You're always causing trouble. If it isn't for the hustling,
1: it's for the, the gra- movies and the graffiti. She's like, "The movies and the graffiti. And the- whoa, whoa, like, whoa, lady. Don't badmouth movies. <laughs> yeah, okay, calm down. The Wizard is an A-plus movie. That's probably what she was talking about. She's like, I can't believe I'm in this movie. God, I gotta fire my agent. And then some random kid just overhears them talking about it's being good. It's her son. Oh, is that what it is? It's supposed to be her son. Oh, I didn't catch that. I just thought it was some kid who was at the diner. Yes,
0: yeah, so did I. And then like I looked up, and they, they have the same last name. Oh. So it's her son. They don't give... Bateman a first name, but they give these people last names. <laughs> Sloppy writing. So he's like, yeah, the kid's good, but he's no Lucas. And they're like, who's Lucas? And then they cut to Lucas and then I want to blow
1: my brains out. <laughs> Lucas is sitting outside of a, like, where is he? Like at a truck? Sta- truck? Or he's or outside
0: something? the diner. Yeah, is that the where he is? Like, yeah,
1: they were literally outside the diner because then they go back inside. Yeah, or they would go back inside someplace to go play more Nintendo. And they it's play, the I think, same it's Rad Racer. Yep. I never played that game. I can't tell you anything about it. I hate I, racing games.
0: I used to play that at like bowling alleys. Oh, cuz I sucked at bowling, so I would play Rad Racer. The object of the game is to just go around cars.
1: Oh, that's what that's what Lucas is doing. That's so, literally what you do. So, they challenge Lucas to any game cuz he has all 97 of them, which there was more Nintendo games at that point. We'll ignore that. Well, someone bash this kid's face in. I'm sorry. He brings out, one of his lackeys brings out this box, and, like, I swear to God, there, were, there was supposed to be, like, dry ice in it or something like that, because, like, where it opens and all <laughs> the steam pours out of it. It's, like, the DeLorean or something. Well,
0: all I could think is, is this guy a 1930s gangster?
1: Not with that tech. So, he's got the Power Glove in this box, and I don't know if anybody knows anything about the Power Glove, but it was a garbage peripheral. It was literally a glove that you wore that you were supposed to be able to control the, um, your characters on the screen using motion controls. This was the original Nintendo Wii. This is, I think one of the first times that it was, it actually debuted. It was in this movie and,
0: Oh, it, this movie is what led to it being like put on shelves. It It, was super popular. I know
1: that like when it first came out, it, sold out super fast and people couldn't get enough of it. Then they bought it and realized it was garbage. And then they were selling them for like 30 bucks because they were so like bad.
0: I think the promotion was if you brought your The Wizard ticket stub, Mm -hmm. you would get like a couple bucks off. Oh, that's cool. And then people are like, "Uh, I saw this movie. You're giving me this for free. (laughs) Yes. So um, I I just also want to reiterate, I do own this movie, but I got it for free because I used an Amazon gift card. 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 I wasn't going to say anything? Yeah, my, my slight Boston accent came out.
1: Pack the card and have it, yeah, with a gift card.
0: Oh, shut up. <laughs> Get out of here.
1: In Amity, you say, yeah. Anyways, um, glove <laughs> <Powerbuff> sucks. <laughs> so, Lucas says
0: that he beats Jimmy, but Jimmy doesn't even play. Yeah, Jimmy just like walks away.
1: Cuz uh this is the part I was talking about earlier where I think Jimmy gets jealous of um Jenny Fre- Lewis. of Jenny Lewis and Fred Savage. Uh, cuz Fred Savage like puts his arm around her and is like, "Hey, yeah, you don't talk to my girl." Because he gives
0: Lucas gives her creepy
1: eyes. He's like, "Yeah, maybe I can
0: show you how to use it." Ugh. Yeah, gross. gross.
1: It was nasty. It was just weird and surreal it's
0: weird how adult these kids
1: act right because they're supposed to be like 12 13 13 sorry yeah um i mean i guess when i was 13 i i had crushes on girls and stuff like that so it doesn't strike me as odd that they tried to impress her it's just weird like so weird but anyways jimmy gets jealous and then they go to sleep in a truck or something yeah so they go to a junkyard and sleep in the truck bed
0: yeah, they go to a junkyard. They sleep in the truck bed, and Bo Bridges and and
1: Christian Slater are sharing a bed in a seedy motel. Yep, because apparently it only has one, and Christian Slater can't sleep, so he busts out his Nintendo. They set up so many Nintendo systems in this uh, movie. I remember I was young, obviously. It took hours. It really did. I used to, I can set one up super fast now, but when I was younger, it was like a goddamn like puzzle box. You know, I was like trying to open the Lamont configuration to like figure out how to get this to go. And they would just like slap it together. As as a kid, I remember being like, how do they do that? Uh, well, this time around, you they played... have to start in a shitty movie. That's Apparently. This time around, they played Ninja Turtles, the first one, which is really bad. It's really hard and stupid and no one likes it. And they got to the water level.
0: And I, I said to you what Roger Ebert said when he reviewed this movie. He's <laughs> like, I saw my nephews play this. First off, Roger Ebert hates video games.
1: It's not that he hates video games. I know that he didn't appreciate them specifically as an art form. There was a point where he was comparing them to movies, and I believe he said that video games will never be art. They will never give you the like, the same feelings or whatever as a movie. I don't remember the exact quote, but it was something like that. And I remember people in the gaming community losing it because that's that's pl- like. Blatantly not true, especially with modern games. You've got things like Uncharted, The Last of Us. Um,
0: yeah, but he died by the time that stuff
1: came out. <laughs> no, he was alive around those times, but there's no way he was playing them, right. or there was no way that he would know about it. Like, and this is, that's a, just a generational thing. Like, when you look at something like an Atari that's literally just bleeps and bloops, and you <laughs> can you compare that to something that's uh, I don't know, like an Assassin's Creed that like right. tells this elaborate sweeping story in the Middle East and blah blah blah. Like,
0: well, also. He, he, Roger Ebert was such a pioneer for, like, he, he was the voice of, like, animated movies. He was mm-hmm. the one who championed Beauty and the Beast to win Best Picture. Nice. Like, like, he believed in animated films more than he believed in live action or video games. Like, makes like, sense. Like, in the end, he started feeling the way he did about video games for more live action, uncreative
1: movies. I guess that makes sense. I mean, you see so many, you probably get, not jaded, but this again type of yep. deal so his biggest comment was there's a scene where
0: bo bridges is playing the new ninja turtles video game which my nephew played and there is no way that he would be able to get this and that and this and that and that's what he's I'm talking ge-
1: about he's talking about getting the scroll and fighting mecha turtle at the end of level three which is level three i will give him that but i don't growing up i didn't know Anybody who could get past the dam level. I can do it, Like not like the D-A-M-N level. Like There's a level where you're literally in a dam. Um, and you have to like swim underwater and defuse these bombs. I could not beat that as a kid. I can get to the level beyond it nowadays, but I can't get past that one because I don't have the patience and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> just
0: let's lump in all of the scenes with with uh, Christian Slater and Boat Bridges to just... Get around this. You're a bad father. You're a bad son. You're a drunk. You're also a drunk. You're eating donuts. You've slept.
1: That sounds about right. And then, oh, hey, look, there's that jerk. Let's run him over with our car. Because they then crash their car into the uh, Mr. Mr. Peterson. Peanuts. Peter- Putnam. Putnam. I knew, I knew it. <laughs> Jerky McCreepface. There you go, Mr. So Bolo time. that's
0: their arc. Let's focus on on the kids.
1: On the kids because they're they're the crux of the entire mm-hmm. movie. They're easily the most entertaining part. Every time it would cut back to the to the adults, I'm you're just like, oh god, just get over it. Come on, <laughs> let's move on. Can we watch a better Bridges brother movie? Is Starman mm-hmm. on? So they end up the kids end up in Reno, and oh no, sorry, when they're talking to Lucas. Lucas eventually tells them about a um, a video game championship that is going to be played in Los Angeles, which just happens to be in California.
0: No, Jenny Lewis
1: brings that up. Does she? She rips out the Oh, that's right. Cosmo. She knew about it. That's right. That's right. Because they say, well, we're
0: doing this. And that's when he starts hitting on Jenny Lewis. He's like, well, I'll be there. Maybe I can give you some tips. And, he, and Fred Savage is like, no, we'll be there. Puts his arm around her. I can give her the tips.
1: What the hell is going on? Hey, girl. Hey. So that's like what they're trying to do is they're trying to get to Los Angeles and train Jimmy in all these games. So they get to Reno and this starts a more or less a training montage.
0: This is where it becomes full on Rain Man. Yes. Like, cause they're in, they're, they're literally in, in a casino. They're in a casino. And <laughs> the creepiest thing in this is in the arcade, they treat the arcade like it's a casino. Mm-hmm. So Cliff notes: Jenny Lewis has a trucker friend named Spanky, <laughs> who is played by if you I forget his name, but he was in um Last Action Hero. He played the chief Slater, that guy. Anyways, in this one, he's a simpleton.
1: Yeah, I, like I don't want to be rude, but yeah, he was like, he's like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, I'll do this, yeah, yeah. It was like <laughs> he was like, tell me about the farm, Jenny Lewis. That's what it seemed like. It was uh Frank McRae is his name. Yeah,
0: so. She, they, they get $400 gambling, which the way they're playing, they would have got more than $400. Oh yeah. Like they won like three in a row on
1: the craps table.
0: Yeah. They should have had like over five grand. Yeah.
1: But I mean, if they only started with like 20 bucks, but still.
0: And what's her name? Uh, Jenny Lewis is able to afford a really nice suite with on $400. They get a nice suite for, I'm guessing it was like two days or three days. At least and then she can call the Nintendo hotline and then they're getting milkshakes and cheeseburgers yep and he's able to this is where it gets creepy <laughs> in the casino you have waitresses who are it, they're wearing leotards yeah um, well, but it,
1: it's Reno, so like, yeah, it's like all gimmick. about that, like highly sexualized, like having your waitress walk around. They like they give but you cigarettes. So this was back in the '80s. So. I know.
0: I'm, uh, I'm not making this face at you. I, I'm just getting so upset about what I'm about to say. I know what you're about to say. Continue, Scott. Then in the arcade, they also have cigarette girls who are. 13 year
1: old girls walking around selling candy bars instead of yeah. cigarettes yeah they're
0: like do you want a do you want a gum cigar do you want a chocolate cigarette Do <laughs>
1: you want a mr butterfinger it was uh it was weird because like fred Sa- and fred savage is walking around like a sleaze ball all of a sudden being like hey, he's full hey, tom hey, cruise hey babe give me give me one yeah
0: he says hey babe
1: yep it was who, uh, who is
0: he dennis miller yeah it's so hey creepy babe. and weird hey babe but um, I need to help my brother get that to Saskatchewan.
1: So, Little Big League is just constantly playing arcade games. Jenny Lewis is constantly... That bill has got to be enormous. Because that was like a 900 number to call the Nintendo hotline. Those things were like five bucks a minute or something like that. I never called one, but I remember seeing the ads for them in the back of the Nintendo magazines, or Nintendo Powers. So, then Creepy
0: McSketcherton shows up, mm-hmm. finds them. Yep. And then there's a woman who who helps him who she's the biggest idiot in the whole movie cuz she sees she goes oh my little boy my boys and then like he start he grabs fred savage
1: and he's like where the hell's your brother yeah, he's like yelling at him he's like where's your stupid kid brother i need to take him back he's my payday and
0: also he calls him a moron and mm-hmm. brain dead so the woman is listening to this and then she still helps him she's yes, like sir. your other little boy is in the
1: arcade. What the hell is wrong with you, lady? Call the cops. It was the 80s. Child Protective Services didn't exist yet, and you could still hit your kids. Jesus.
0: I assume. So then, he pushes Fred Savage out of the way. Fred Savage calls um, Jenny Lewis, and they're too late, because he already has his hands. He literally (laughs) has his hands on the kid. And
1: why do I say literally, Dwight? Because, well... I'm no expert on how you pick up a child. I would assume you do not grab them under... Hook them under one arm and then hook between their legs to grab and pull them up.
0: But his hand was open.
1: I he- hope it was just on his thigh. Also, it was acting and the kid was squirming. So... But that,
0: this is why he gets arrested because then Jenny Lewis sees the situation... Sees where his hands are and yells, "He touched my breast."
1: He grabbed. Oh, my he grabs my breast. That's assault, brother. <laughs> Aggravated. And like so, the so security comes in and like grabs him. Like, like stop makes touching him, that child. And they like I think they put handcuffs on it.
0: Yeah, they say take your hands off that child. Yeah, it's because even they're creeped out. But where were they to begin with when this kid is screaming? There
1: was one. Um, I noticed that there's one standing right by the arcade at the beginning of the scene. I don't know where the other one came from, but yeah, he was just going to... Before Jenny Lewis accused him of sexual assault, they were just going to let him drag that kid away. I'm sure it's Reno. Maybe they see like parents like pulling their kids out of our kids all the time. Maybe? Eh. I don't know. It, w- it,
0: was, it was Also, creepy. his shirt was ripped open on the side.
1: Oh, yeah, because he'd been... This was... No, this was after... His shirt gets ripped open after because so he um, he ends up going away. Uh, so they they leave the the kids leave the hotel and they now go back to Jenny Lewis's house, which is the trailer in the middle of nowhere. Um, Putnam gets out of prison somehow. I don't think the security guards have the authority to fully arrest him. They probably just detained him. I'm assuming. Um, and then without the girl, they had no proof of blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Um, so he then calls like the white pages or something and gets her address and goes and takes the kid or he takes a uh, little big league the next morning. And then Jenny Lewis calls in favors to her trucker friends, and four of them beat the crap out of this guy. And they have left him for his, dead on the side of the road. And that's when he gets his shirt ripped open because yes. uh, he's been beat up because they're like, We heard you grabbed her breast.
0: Well, that's Spanky again. Yeah. And well, what they should have done is not only that, but they should have taken their big rig and ran over his car. So he...
1: that would have been nice. Yeah. Any hoozle. So at um, Jenny Lewis's house, her and Fred Savage have a. Uh, My the girl. Most, yeah. The most awkward like heart to heart.
0: They have a heart to heart. And then he goes to make a move and kiss her. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, I'm never going to kiss a boy. And he
1: goes, well, maybe you like girls. And then to prove that she's got a big case of the not gays, she kisses him.
2: <laughs> a
0: case of the not gays. You
1: know, the, the not gays. It's very important.
0: Bob and Judy, not gay. Yeah.
1: So that's when in a movie, like they shoehorn in a love interest because that way, you know, they got a big case of the not gays because you can't have any sort of ambiguity in your main characters. Can't allow them to be gay. Well, it's a red letter media term. I don't. Uh, so, I love red letter media.
0: I know you do. So then she grabs him and does like a My Girl style kiss. Yep. And then she's like... She then lets him go and he's like, huh? And then she goes back again.
1: Yeah, well... <laughs> just for good measure. I'll teach you how to kiss you son of a bitch. <laughs> So, and, uh, you
0: tell everyone I'm better than Winnie Cooper.
1: <laughs> oh, Winnie Cooper. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> no, we won't. Yeah, yeah fingers crossed. Because w- for, for
0: the month, we want to do an episode of Wonder Years, but thanks, Netflix. Yeah, you pulled Netflix it anymore. down.
1: It makes me sad. And I don't think it's on Hulu either. No, which it's which not. Because
0: I checked there, too.
1: But anyways. A case of the Nuggets. Maybe it's on Crackle. I think it's on Crackle. No. I don't know what Crackle is. I just know it's a thing. Um, So Spanky drives uh, the kids to uh, California. California. Why didn't he do that in the first place? I don't know. Because they needed to... They had three days, and they needed to to train up. And I guess Reno was the best place to train up. They could
0: have done that in California. Yeah,
1: but they didn't know where there was a steady stream of money, a.k.a. gambling and all that other fun crap. So they immediately arrive at Universal Studios, and... I know they were I guess they were flushed with cash cuz they just go into Universal Studios and sign up for the um for the competition.
0: Well, they're already signed up. Oh, were they? Jenny Lewis signed him up. She called and signed oh, him up. Oh, I missed that part. So, cuz the guy who we thought was flee from the Red Heart Chili Peppers is like, "Oh, you you have a reservation?" Yes you do Mr. Jimmy Woods. <laughs> you have to go play n- what's the game? Ninja Ninja Gaiden.
1: And he's like as a kid I always said Ninja Gaiden but he's that's like, not Go how it's go pronounced. go you're late. Which give the true. way give the way give the way now. <laughs> it was actually uh Lee Ehrenberg is the guy who played him. I'm guessing he n- hasn't done anything else. Uh he's on um uh yes he has oh my god
0: is it the guy from pirates of the caribbean yes
1: it is it's pintel from from pirates of the caribbean i i had a feeling also um he's does he was on scrubs also once upon a time i think yeah he's grumpy yeah that's it i've never watched it and yeah he was in uh he was dr moyer in one episode of scrubs yep
0: he's the angry doctor who rips off his shirt and beats the hell out
1: of jd (laughs) Yep, he, was, he plays drum, Grumpy, Dreamy, and Leroy in Once Upon a Time, which I've never watched. Those are all the same character. Oh, I didn't know So, that. originally,
0: Grumpy was happy, was a, was the dreamy-eyed dwarf, because he was in love with a, a fairy godmother. Okay. And she could never, the blue fairy wouldn't let her be with him, so then he got mad and he became grumpy. Logical. And then his name, where when he forgot who he was, is Leroy Jenkins. Yes. Okay. Leroy Jenkins.
1: Um. So. Uh. So they played Ninja Gaiden, and Ninja Gaiden. And it, it comes down to Three Lu- Lucas, uh, Little Big League, and like let's say older punk rooster <laughs> yeah there we go it's this... we
0: couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman
1: i knew it was a girl don't you dare lump me in with you you sexist pig or just because just because she wasn't a traditional beauty doesn't mean anything scott
0: i didn't mean it like that it was just she was sweating a
1: lot it's hot under those lights scott you've been on movie sets dude come on no, but yeah, I mean, I honestly said it was it's bad because she looked like Julia Sweeney. Yeah, I don't mean to be like she looked like um Miriam Bialik or whatever her name is. Balik. Mayim Bialik. There we go. Mayim Bialik, the the woman when specifically when she's playing that character on The Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. Um, like she looked like your stereotypical like nerd girl.
0: Well, her faces were amazing every time she like lost. What was her character name? <sighs> Wendy. Mayim
1: Bialik. No. I don't know. I don't be the,
0: talking about Blossom that way.
1: But like every time she lost, she was like, oh. "I think her name was Spanky." <laughs> no, no her, it's not on. Um, I, I'm not on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Um. So
0: yeah, then everyone's there, and Bo Bridges and Christian Slater are just happy that
1: that he's doing really well in the video game that's not until the finals. Right. Cause, so after they after he makes it to the finals, um Lucas cheats again. Lucas cheats and he points out to the to the bounty hunter. To the to the bounty hunter, there's your kids and then that starts a elongated chase um, um behind the universal backlot where they really just kind of go on the tram ride and then on the King Kong ride. Because
0: when he when he points him out to uh, the kid, the to the to Putnam. There's this one kid who, so far he's been in the movie the whole time that Lucas has, and he hadn't had a line of dialogue. And then he's like, hey, Lucas, don't be mad. You're, you're totally going to beat those guys. You're going to beat the guts out of them. Yeah. You, you want a soda? And he's like, give me a soda. He's like, okay. But, and I just looked at Haley. And I'm like, that's my lines for the rest of the movie.
1: <laughs> Cause up until that point, Lucas really, I don't think he was that bad of a person. He had given, like, there's a, a scene where he runs into um, Christian Slater and Bo, um, and he, like, tells them, like, where the kids are going. Like, he never tried to be, like, a sleazy scumbag to them until that moment. And that kind of, like, disappointed me because he was more of a believable character at that point. He wasn't just, like, a mustache twirling evil dude. Then again, I guess he just wanted to win the competition. So. Nah.
0: He probably would have just spent that
1: $50,000 on booze and coke. Probably. That's why he never acted again. <laughs> we but know
0: I- what you're going to do. You're going to spend this on
1: blow. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Putnam starts chasing uh, the kids through the, the park. And at the same time, the mother and Bateman have arrived for some reason. Like I think Putnam says he called them. And then... No, Bo Bridge is called. Them. Oh, Bo Bridge is called. Okay. So so Bo and Christian Slater are chasing Putnam as he's chasing the kids. And it's this long chase scene that's overall pretty boring, actually. Yeah, it's the most That un- sums un- up the movie, though.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So then um, they get into this little elevator thing. He's like, you're, lo- you're trapped with me, kids. And then they go into the elevator. Mm-hmm. And at this time,
1: they're, they've called Jimmy's name like three times For the final round. Because it's apparently on a time limit, like, I guess. That's not true. That would never happen. Uh, Yes and no. Uh, Going back to video game things, when I was in college, I used to go to Smash Brothers tournaments all the time, like, relatively sanctioned ones, and... When a new round, this was finals, so it's different, but when a new round would start, they would announce your name, and if you didn't get to your station within, I think, like five minutes, it was considered a forfeit. So that's not that shocking to me, that they would have something like that implemented, but it was the finals, and it was only 15 minutes ago that the kids were there. Like, just wait, okay? It's the finals. You can wait. So then uh, they open up where the controllers are going to
0: be and there's jimmy standing right there yep and lucas is just like oh man
1: yeah you look pretty grumpy so basically you you know what happens they play the video game uh they play super mario brothers 3 this was the first time this game was shown in america north america
0: and everyone lost their goddamn minds
1: yeah because it's awesome super mario Brothers 3 is still one of the best mario games of all time you mean it's all so good. 10 people that were in the movie theater but if Out you sat through this in the theater? For video games probably? I would have been very bored. But yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, it's Are like you? It's like saying that the
1: Joker's going to be in Suicide Squad and then he's like gone after 10 minutes. True. At least like the Transformers movie was semi-entertaining. Like this and that was a 90-minute commercial or 83-minute commercial or whatever.
0: I rather watch Super Mario Brothers the movie with Bob Hoskins than this.
1: I think you're sorely mistaken. When's the last time you've watched that movie? This movie is boring, but there's at least interesting things about it. That movie is just bad and nonsensical and makes it's horrible. So Jimmy Wins gets the fifty thousand
0: dollars. They all start so I guess Jenny Lewis is gonna be living with them now.
1: Yeah, they never like the way that they wrap that storyline up, it makes it seem like, oh, we're best friends forever. But, like, if we're looking at the reality, like, she's got to go back and live in that trailer. Unless we go by your theory where her dad's dead. And so then she becomes an adopted sister and they still can't kiss because she's technically your sister now, bro. Yeah. This isn't the royal tenenbaum. <laughs> exactly. Gross. It's a good movie, though.
0: It is a great movie. Um, So then jimmy starts having a, a panic attack in the car he's like california california and we were shot <laughs> shot shot shot, shot,
1: shot. <laughs> <laughs> so then well it's because he sees peewee
0: yeah <laughs> or what simone yeah so in peewee's big adventure there's a scene that takes place in these dinosaurs and that's where they are mm-hmm. so they go they pull over they go into the dinosaur and there is andy no i'm just kidding <laughs> Sorry, I had to do a Pee Wee's Big Adventure reference. It's all good. You've done like seven of them. I at this love point. it. It's though. okay. It's a good movie. Um, um, it's a great movie. So they go in and you find out that he's putting
1: the his he's lunch been carrying a lunchbox this whole movie. That looks
0: like a little briefcase, mm-hmm. like a Rain Man briefcase. <laughs> yeah. So he he's putting it in this dinosaur's head. Yep, which is behind a curtain. And you said the funniest thing.
1: Well, yeah, because because he's leaving this behind. Because inside of this lunchbox is pictures of his sister, and there's a picture of them at the dinosaurs, and they're kind of like, and the family basically realizes, well, this was the last time we were all together, and we're really happy, and so he leaves the lunchbox there, and they walk away, and I turn to Scott and I go, man, Monday morning that janitor's just gonna clean that out and be right in the trash with it, so. And that killed. Me. Yeah, just I mean, just, like
0: just the visual of like this, like hell is this? Michael Winslow, <laughs> Elias coteus like bit actor. I wish they filmed that. Like you have Casey Jones from, from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja TMNT, Tart, yep. who looks at him and is like, "Huh,
1: thud." <laughs> oh, I felt bad saying that. Wow, well, I mean, there's, there's a little baby booties. It's saying. things like that that when I yeah right, like geez, it's <laughs> things like that that when I see, I'm just like, well that. Like, it's a cute gesture, but, I mean, come on, guys. And then
0: the mom goes. Like, bury it. The, the mom goes, Sam, take our boys home. So is she going to divorce her husband and go back to Bo Bridges?
1: She says, take our boys home. We'll talk when we get there, which was like super like the way she was like looking at him and smiling was like, oh, they're getting back together. Wait, her husband is right there.
0: <laughs> it would have been funny <laughs> you, if she just took
1: off her ring and threw it. And that would have been awesome. You never see his reaction. He just walks away like they never show his face again.
0: Well, I was saying to you that. So Bateman's played by Sam McMurray. He was on the Tracy Ullman show. And he, he was in Raising Arizona. He's the guy who tried to force himself on Holly Hunter. Um I'm a jerk. He always plays that type of guy. So there's a scene where he's in watching the match with Bo Bridges. And then, <laughs> then he w- wins. And then they hug. And then they have a short embrace. And then they look at each other. And I said to Dwight, I was like, they're going to kiss now.
1: Yeah, that's where it's going to be going. Like, that is definitely where that storyline was heading
0: gets lonely mm. on the prairie
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh god what anyways um <laughs> so we then cut to the end where we see jenny lewis and little big league and mr savage in the back of the car kevin and, arnold yes Kevin. we arnold. didn't say kevin arnold yet so. not yet we talked about one of yours and she gives them both smooches on the cheek credits that's nintendo man i love nintendo games <laughs> you mean that's the wizard i don't care I, I I knew what I said. Oh. they show a scene of Contra in this game. That's one of my favorite games of all time. I had no idea that was Contra. Yeah, you were like, "What is that?" I was like, "It's Contra." You, yeah. Contra, as I'm sure you know. Well, I did, is, is I what made know the Konami it... code very famous. The Konami code is what your wife um, referenced while we were playing it or while we were watching the movie. It's up, up, down, and left, right, left, right. B A start. It well, gives you 30 lives.
0: I didn't know that's what Contra looked like because it looked like you were at like a shooting range.
1: Yeah, um, levels 2 and 4 are um, over-the-shoulder yeah. perspective. Yeah, I
0: never made it to level 2. I was that bad at video games. Well, I guess that makes sense. Fair
1: enough, fair enough. <laughs> oh, I, love I can't be cool like you, Dwight. Contra is one of those games where I still have my NES and whatever, and whenever I'm like playing old games, I always have to at least once just beat contracts. it only takes like 10 minutes and I can do it without the 30 lives code and I love it. And that is a brag because <laughs> it's hard. So,
0: yeah, you know, this movie, as I said before, Andrew Beverly Hills, I've watched a ton because mm-hmm. I always liked Jenny Lewis and now I love Jenny Lewis. I've seen her in concert. She is amazing. She loves her audience. She loves her fans. She's the best. And her and Fred Savage are the only good things about this movie. And little big league. Uh,
1: I liked the Nintendo games. Okay. You're, you're ignoring the Nintendo games. I'm trying Scott. to
0: <laughs> ignore the product placement in this movie. Oh, man, the... if they just played all the Nintendo games,
1: I'd be fine. They did. That's all they did. <laughs> I mean, like, if it was like every scene they were playing Nintendo like, games.
0: What I wanted to know is, was there some apocalypse that came and this virus spread and made everyone
1: addicted to playing video games? That was weird because I don't know. Like growing up. No adults I knew played video games. And it was so weird how many people were like, oh, yeah, we all just play video games. It's a, it's a thing. That yeah, I it, wasn't alive in the 80s for that long. Maybe that was a thing. I don't it think it was. It made no sense.
0: It was weird. And, yeah. But she's great in it. Mm-hmm. And she was even great in her, like, 10-second scene in uh, Pleasantville where she's Reese Weatherspoon's best friend. Oh,
1: is that her? I
0: mm-hmm. love Pleasantville. Yeah. So she's great. Savage I, I love Fred Savage. I even love Little Monsters and that movie's yep,
1: terrible. I agree. Fred Savage is a really good actor and he's still a really good oh, actor. Yeah. Like I love the grinder. Mm-hmm. I didn't I never saw it, but Which from I what was. I understand he was very good in it. And um he is also like a good director now. He directs a lot. Oh, he uh,
0: directs he, like half of it, so he's something. Yeah, world.
1: he um worked on I think like the first five seasons. He did a whole bunch of those. Um, and I think he directed some. I think didn't he direct a couple episodes of Boy Meets World, towards the end? I he, know he was on a couple episodes. He directed the one he was on. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of.
0: I think he directed other ones, but he he went to the live. Uh, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Nightman Cometh. cometh? Awesome. Because you can hear um. Uh, can you hear him laughing or something. No, like that? No, you hear either Dennis or Max says. Hey, it looks like a, uh, the waitress is sitting next to that Wonder Years douche. <laughs>
1: that's awesome. So, oh man,
0: yeah, I mean, for them, they give full bagel.
1: No, uh, I would say. Oh six. yeah, so how many bagels do you give it?
0: Well, for their performances, they're
1: at least doing seven bagels worth. Like, <laughs> but so we're at, a, but but they're not the only thing in this movie, Scott.
0: There's six bagels left. Oh wow, that's a lot. Oh, you're you're taking out more than that. Yeah. Okay, there's five bagels left. Don't
1: let me influence you. There's no bagels no.
0: no. There's five bagels left. Okay. Um, Because clearly they didn't have the budget to do certain things. The angles are so boring. Mm -hmm. And that scene in in the motel room, at first I was convinced that the way they were filming it, there was like another double bed because there's that scene where...
1: Where Bridges and and Slater are sharing a bed. Yeah, it was just one shot. I mean, good on them for acting. Like there was no cuts in that. It was solid through the whole time. Yeah,
0: but this wasn't like the player where it was like <laughs> a
1: one take. True.
0: Um, and that guy was such a creep. The the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And Lucas, like, I'm taking out at least four for him. Cause, uh. It was such a nerd yep how many bagels
1: for you three um one for fred one for jenny one for nintendo uh
0: oh, i thought you would put him uh have one for little big
1: yeah little big's fine all he does is say california he does like a thousand yard stare the whole movie he's he does his part fine but he, he kind of looks like harry dean stanton oh i see that okay yeah. like
0: in paris texas harry dean I, I know
1: what you're talking about yep uh, weird Um, but yeah but everything else about this movie is either like just so over the top tone deaf boring most of this movie is very boring if those kids aren't on screen or they're not playing a Nintendo game I did not care and it was like sloppy rushed made no sense it was just a commercial a commercial for a product I love but it was just a bad, boring, bland commercial, which like almost hurts me to say because I know I enjoyed the parts of this movie when I watched when I was younger. But it was probably just me being like, Nintendo's on TV. I'm happy. It, it it's not that great. It's pretty bad. And
0: when I was a kid and I watched it, I was like, Mom, call Jenny Lewis's mom and see if she can babysit. Exactly. <laughs> so like,
1: yeah, you watched it because you had a crush. So. But anyways, yeah, that's where I landed on this one.
0: Jenny Lewis, Punky Brewster, all crushes. Fair. So yeah, we're we're gonna uh, come back at next week with a half dozen because mm-hmm. we're gonna be talking about
1: a music video from Miss Lewis. You're gonna do a little bit of a musical review, kind of taking a, a little swerve in this one.
0: Yeah, we did uh key and Peel, now we're gonna do this for Jenny. So until next time, I'm Scott Krillin.
1: I'm Dwight Stearns. Bye. Bye bye
2: we